Wait, what do you mean it's over? Hello? How can I help? Hey everyone, welcome back to Parties Over Podcast. I'm Ashley. And I'm Liz. As the updates go, you knew I was going to do this. I got kitchen cabinets. And they look amazing. <laughs> I'm not going to lie to you. I'm pretty pumped about it. Yeah. I. It has been really hard to like make decisions. First of all, I have decision fatigue at the moment. Think about like I literally have to pick out where my outlets go, where my lights go, what outlets I use, what lights I use, what flooring, what what flooring, like, what ways is the flooring deck what, flooring exactly? What does the faucet look like? What does each handle on each cabinet look like? What 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 house plan do you want? Where you do haven't you even it? got to the furniture yet. And I have so I have decision fatigue. And one of those decisions I had to make was my kitchen. I had to design it in um, October or November, no, October, before I even was finished framing. And it's a little scary to pick out something that you don't even know, like, what the vibe of your house is going to feel like. So I feel good that, like, one, I don't already hate it by the time it's here. Does that make sense? It also has been here in my possession. I think I probably talked about this last week. Everyone was like, buy your cabinets because they take 16 weeks to get there. And we were like, oh my God. So we bought them. They got here in six weeks. And then we've had to move them around. And they are heavy. And there are several of them. Every room, like if someone needs to work in the garage, let's say to like do sheetrock or whatever, we have to move them out of the garage. And then if someone has to work in the living room, we have to move them out of the living room. There's no safe space. No, there's literally no safe space because everything gets worked on. Like, we moved them in the basement, but then they had to do, like, plumbing in the basement. We've had to move them up and down a million times. And I am telling you that everyone says, like, something, you know, like, building a house will test your marriage and, like, all these things. It has. Do not get me wrong. But nothing has tested my marriage like moving those cabinets has. (laughs) Here you go with the functional training again. Brutal. What's functional training? Like you were saying, like, that's your workout. Oh, 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 I thought you meant in my marriage. Yes. Oh. No, yeah, literally. That's, like, we were, like, I have to lift them up the stairs, and we're, like, one, two, three. Hers like, why do you say it like that slow? That's why you say three. And we're just, like, it is World War Three. That's my update that happened this weekend. Relatable content. I am feeling thankful, grateful, blessed to be near the end. We'll have to have an episode when it's all done of, like, a tour regrets or like oh yeah i will do yeah i will do like a parker and i can come on and like talk about yeah, yeah you like, and parker do an episode that would be really how good. we did like the pro like i don't know like how we did it if you wanted to do it too what we would do different if we would do it again etc cetera, etc cetera. i'm anxious to hear it because you you wanted to buy a house you didn't necessarily want to do this at the beginning so i'm anxious to hear what at the maybe- beginning or the entire time you're like I wish I would have just bought a house so I'm anxious to hear at the end if you're like I'm actually glad I did this or not you can't say yet because it's not done yet. I well I'm also realizing that I have this toxic trait and it is literally toxic I sometimes it sounds like I'm complaining but I'm like trying to make a joke and I'm realizing like the house for example like I use the it's you know like that TikTok where people are like oh the bits you do in your life like whatever yeah, one that's of my, my favorite girl on tiktok 
She oh, I don't know. Start- I don't pay attention to who it says it. I send you her like once a day. She has like nope. 5,000 followers. I'm like, she's my favorite. Never noticed the repeat ever. ever wow. Well. But yeah, like the bits thing. And one of the bits I do is like, oh, I need a nap. I'm building the house. I need a nap. We are tired. Mm. And like, I'm just being funny. But I think people are thinking I'm like complaining. Does that make sense? Like, oh my God, she doesn't ever stop complaining about her house. Like, it's just a bit. Like, I'm just being... I'm just yeah. being hilarious. You're going to be there the next day working on it again. You know, what I, you know what I mean? Like, it's like when people, and then I'm learning because people get annoyed kind of when people talk about having kids, the whole like, oh, I don't sleep, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, oh, I, that's what I'm doing. And mm. now I get the par- I get the parent thing. They're doing a bit. They love it. They eat it up. Yum, 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 yum. They love their kids. And they just do the bit of like, oh, we don't sleep. I think they're That's actually pretty tired. I think they're I mean, so am I. I'm very tired, but it's just a bit. I don't I'm not telling you so you feel bad for me. I'm just telling I you. I think so. of some more bit. I hope that wasn't offensive. I'm not saying that in an offensive way. It's just I don't making think sense. It was. I don't think it was. What do you do for bits? Bits. <laughs> That's Liz's high school nickname or childhood nickname. Um bits. I can't think of any off the top of my head. What? Liz's bit Liz's bit is claw hands. Oh, that is not a, per- a bit that I do on purpose. I'll get back to you next week with my full list of bits. That is weird to say. I know. I <laughs> I was in a meeting the other day, and I am the definition. If you see those TikToks, like the definition of like the Gen Z hire. Not saying I'm Gen Z. I'm not saying I'm young, but mm, take it for you well. I don't know if I am or not. But I'm like the definition of a Gen Z hire when like you're in a room of professionals and then I just start talking like the internet and definition. But the other day we were talking some <laughs> I'm embarrassed. I'm embarrassed. Someone was telling me they were going to Paris this week. Tell me why did I did my bit. Back from Paris. I did. I knew it. I did. It just came out. I just came out. And I just did. I didn't do the whole bit. I just did the uh-huh. That, is, that one is one of your bits. And then they were just like, these are not like my coworkers. Keep in mind. This is a meeting in person with other people. They seemed cool. That was fine. So definition of a Gen Z hire. I have to refrain myself. Would love to hear your updates, but this is also bringing me to Chronically Online. Have you looked into this? No. Okay. JC and Chelsea were talking about it on the podcast. And it is, let me read the definition. It's what we are. The definition is extremely online, often capitalized, uh, also known as terminally online or chronically online, is a phrase referring to someone closely engaged with internet culture. Mm. People said to be extremely online often believe that online posts are very important. Um. Mm, yes. Right. So us. Right. So it's like when you talk. In it's like when I go around some of my friends who aren't on social media really at the same level, and I'll be like, "That is such a slay," and they'll be like, "Wow, that's so. I love that you say that." And I'm like, <laughs> "Like you came up with that?" Like, yes. It's like. Some jokes from online. I'm like, oh no, I, that's not me. I didn't, I didn't make that one up. I, that's like I was listening also, and um, someone kept saying you're in your slay season, and they were like, it was era. It's slay era, not slay season. 
And if you guys don't talk like this, I feel so uncomfortable for myself. We have that problem, but also we have to have that problem because it's our job to know what's happening. Right. It is tough. Um, Like, I can't stop saying the stupid, what you looking for? We got what you looking for. Okay, Liz, what's your update? I really don't have any updates. I, I just went skiing this past weekend and it was phenomenal. And yeah, nothing nothing new going on really, but I have to, we got to give a quick shout out to Marin Skincare because they sent us some Valentine's packages and it was the cutest surprise ever. And yeah, we're really excited for them. They're hiring two new people on their team and just excited to see them grow. Uh, they were on the podcast last summer, summer 2022. Yikes, time is flying by. I know. It was the summer, wasn't it? Yeah, it was June. It was June because I had vertigo. I remember that. I was like, am I okay to leave you in the parking lot? It was crazy. Anyways. Anyways. That's all of our updates for today. And we're going to be getting into the episode. Today we're talking about our work styles. And we have like hinted at our work styles, I would say, maybe in the personality episode and also we just imply a lot that we work well together because we have different working styles that that mend uh just mend the word I want to use that mesh well together so we're gonna dig into that a little bit today yeah we were discussing this this has been a common theme recently that I have been discussing with a lot of people actually and I think first of all it's very interesting what the professional world like places its importance on oftentimes and this is something that I just had a conversation with about some like with someone about today and what like characteristics and traits people like deem to be very desirable however I think it may be like a I just think some of these, like, characteristics can often be overlooked that are, like, actually very crucial to an organization. So, it was just um, an interesting concept to think about. So, yeah, it's interesting. It's just this interesting concept to think about what what organizations deem to be, like, a desirable trait. Think of, like, what they try and tell you to put on your resume. And... The irony of this is some of, I don't know if you've seen some of this content related to like, I don't know, I listen to a lot of podcasts. Let's say someone is really creative, but they probably also, not probably, but they may have like ADHD or qualities that are similar with ADHD because the perk here is the, those qualities probably are what help them be really creative, like they're the way their brain works, but that might mean they're not that organized or focused, etc. It's just like the best example I have. So it's just ironic to kind of think about that stuff. So when we think of like a resume, what are some characteristics you've been encouraged to put on your resume told that uh, employers will like often look for? Organized organization skills definitely time management leadership communication people skills collaborative strong communicator is a good collaboration problem solving multitasking self-motivated work ethic desire to succeed adaptability 
adaptable. I just, so I don't even know why I'm even like bringing these up, but it's when you really think about it, no one's going to have all of these skills. And the only way to have a successful team is the skills that you don't have. Hopefully someone on your team has the opposite skills. So I think it's um, unfair sometimes when organizations are looking for one person to be all of the things and it's really not going to make you successful. So when I, my very first job, I like, let's say I brought a lot of creativity to the team. Let's just say. And however, I missed like a fine print on something like a dude, like a date or something like that. And I was distraught, like mm-hmm. so devastated. I made that mistake. And thankfully someone on like one of my coworkers was telling, it was like three people we were involved being, and I was just like, oh my God, I'm like, I really screwed up. And she was like, we cannot expect you to be everything. Like you are really good at like A, B, and C. We can't expect one person to be really good at all of these things. And the example was like, you may, I don't know, miss a due date or something like that, but you killed it on those three things. If we had someone that like, cool, they catch like the due dates, but their content's nothing to like write home about. Like, you know, I don't know. We're, we won in one area, we lost in the other. The chances of us getting someone who's like going to ball out on every ad and never like make a mistake, probably slim to get that person. Yeah. And that stuck with me a lot. That's nice of them to say to you because I feel like sometimes places will give you feedback just because they have to find something to give you feedback on. And it doesn't necessarily mean like you're a bad employee. It just is like there is like an ideal uh, ideal employee that someone wants and it's all of these boxes and no one's ever going to check all of those boxes. But if you're like, what can I do better? They're going to you know, find that one box that you might not fill, but you may check everything else off in a really strong way. But if everyone was all the same at the company, like it, it wouldn't work like that. Like you have to have the people with the different skills to, to make the company whole. I think too, it's something that they knew in that situation for one. I I think it depends on who you're talking to of like when you need to tell someone they need to work on something like who you're talking to. I there is nine out of 10 times you are not telling me something I don't already know. Like I am I'm a chronic overthinker. I already know the things that I'm not great at. Obviously, I'm not saying you can't tell me those things, but they knew me enough to know like she knows this was not ideal. Clearly, like this most likely this won't happen again because it was like she was really beating herself up about it no sense of like also beating her up um but yeah so I don't know have you had an instance like that where you've maybe good or bad you either like brought I don't know something happened that you killed it but forgot something like you killed something and then like forgot like you messed up on something else or like you have been killing it they don't notice that you're killing it they're focused on like I don't know your typo whatever yeah I'm I'm not a person who's going to like cut someone off to to say like oh but I did this or like 
be able to tell someone like this was actually really well done unless like the floor is mine to share the information it's almost opened up for me so I feel like my issue is sometimes things pass by without going unnoticed because I'm not going to be the one to like bring it up if that makes sense so I could be doing a really good job but no one maybe no one knows about it because other people would are more like sharing what they're doing like being able to tell the client if there's like a bunch of people in meet in a meeting like I'm not speaking until I'm I'm like okay Liz what about you just because Mm -hmm. I have a hard time knowing when the right time to speak is and I'm more of a a listener so I I take my listening skills as a pro but my speaking skills are kind of like a con for me Mm -hmm. I think it's I I think I'm very hyper aware of like other people's skills because of like you and Parker being so like closely into like intertwined into my life and just like like we work together and like obviously Parker and I work together like we it's not just like a casual friendship that I'm like I don't really have to like collaborate with <laughs> I think it makes me really like hyper aware of these things because we complement each other so well both you and I and like me and Parker with our skill sets So it's something I'm like super aware when there is not a Parker or Liz type in like a setting. I'm like so hyper aware of how badly like those skill sets are needed. And I think it's like something for other people listening, taking like a account of like what you have, in like who you surround yourself with and look at like those skill sets, like the things that really work for you, like friendships, businesses, coworkers, partner, like your significant other what parts of those partnerships work and like what skill sets do you think is it like a complement of skill sets um but okay let's just I just want to say I do think of you in the reverse way also there's like times when I'm in a group and like no one is including people or like thinking of topics and I'm like with Ashley's here she would be you know everyone would be talking to each other this would be a whole event I think that's very nice of you to think because I would assume you would have been, you would have thought Ashley would be talking full time, but it's nice for you to think that I would be making other people talk. Um, okay, so let's discuss our purse, our working styles, what we are like working on, and how I don't know, those can be like what, how you can like think of your working style, how you can advocate for yourself and like really hype yourself up to your employer and like highlight those things. Uh, do you want to go first? Yes. So I would say my working style is. We'll say uh, like your pros and your cons. Like, you know what I mean? Like your working style. This is what you're really good at. This is how you work well. And then like, this is what areas could use improvement. Yes. If you want. I'm good at attention to detail, time management, listening, um, getting things done by the deadline if that makes sense a positive attitude I try to keep at work at most times things that I can improve on are my what did I miss I mean I don't know so many things okay let's like describe Liz is I'm going to describe them without listing them and then you can say in your own words like Liz works very well with you you like 
hey, I need to get three XYZs done. You do not have to ask her again. She will get three XYZs done. You don't yes. really like, she'll figure it out. She, I don't typically know you to like ask a lot of follow-up questions in a good way. I, You can correct me if I'm wrong. Like, I feel like you just like figure it out. I try to. I am the kind of person. Or do you need like clarification? Try to figure it out before I would ask for someone else's help, and I like for people to think that they can rely on me as a teammate. And yeah, so I try to be a team player. I've never missed a deadline. I don't think uh, that I can think of because it makes me so anxious. I usually try to get it done the day before, which is annoying. Um, and I don't know. I feel like those are just my like key things. What um creativity also. I feel like I just sometimes I don't know how to say this in like a non big headed way, but to, I'll have like creative spurts where like a lot of good things come out of them. But then it's like it almost drains it. So I'll mm-hmm. like think of like eat videos in one day and I'm like, I want to do all of these things. And then the next day I just might be more focused on like a different kind of task that's not creative. Do you think, um, like, big picture, small picture, like, task at hand, I, I don't know, like, if we're thinking, like, uh, in ways of, like, do we think... I think really, I'm more... Like, good. zoomed in or, like, zoomed out? Does that I make sense? I think I'm more zoomed in, the consistent, like, let's be consistent to get to the big goal that you want, where you're more of the big picture person, I know you're going to say right Uh, no I don't know I just I that's like a really interesting way of you to to say that because I'm thinking of someone else I know and you saying like the consistent thing is a really good way to describe that too yeah I think my Um, discipline for my life is also my like discipline at work and like for certain things like even like think of the podcast it's been almost 200 episodes we're just gonna keep doing it you know what I mean it just Mm -hmm things just become routine you like routine and I just do them like it's just like habit almost so if you were an entrepreneur let's say you had your own business you were completely in charge of your own schedule like you could you know do whatever anytime like whatever would you still work with like a pretty consistent routine would it like vary I would have a routine I would have a consistent routine I think like you'd have like a work time and a yeah I think so. Things that I'm working on are my... Wait, sorry. How, like, how do you organize your, like, day? Do you have, like, are you, like, a to-do list gal, calendar gal? How do you organize your thoughts? Stuff like that. Um, For work, I have a, a to-do list that's kind of made for me, but I like to keep a lot of notes. If I don't finish a task, I'll write down where I'm at in the task so I can pick up where I left off. And for if I have to refer back to that task later on I like to have notes on what I did and Mm -hmm. um, I'm pretty good about my calendar and because I've enjoyed my work calendar I've like started keeping a pretty good personal calendar Mm -hmm. Um, just because when things get busy I have a I can be more forgetful so the more I can write things down the better have you always been like this like the, the majority of these traits you're describing, like, has this always typically been your work style, whether it's like, yeah, yeah, I would say so. Would you get up and speak in front of people? Would you be more like the person creating, like, the I don't know, the 
cue card? Would you be the speaker? Would you be the like film person? I don't know how to like, I'm trying to use like a snare to like picture that situation. Would you be like on camera, behind the camera, writing the content, whatever? Yes, I am the person that is more the planner, I would say, like making sure maybe I'm holding the cue cards. Maybe I also wrote the cue cards and I'm making the other person look really good. I would like that role more. We'll get into that later, but okay. Was that the question? It was a question, but we'll discuss later when you Okay. What are you working on? I'm working on my speaking skills and presentation skills and being confident in what I'm reporting on. And I wish winked at her because literally I'm like, we'll discuss that later. And then she's like, I'm working on this. And I'm like, interesting. That is actually, you're working on being the person on stage presenting. Well, because I have to be. Not, yeah, not you're doing I, a great job at it. I'm trying to be able to do that. And just like going into it without nerves like I feel like sometimes I over prepare and make myself nervous about it I'm very prepared but like the day of it's more of like a rush like I don't have time to think about it and I jump right into it but I already know what's in there that tends to work better for me Mm -hmm. if that makes sense she used to not have great um she used to be late to things not late anymore oh god I will not be late yeah that's not that's not my personality trait anymore i'm not a late person i'm early so things the point anything else you're working on and confidence in like knowing when to speak having the ideas not feeling like they're dumb ideas i in summary like your natural state the place that you feel the most comfortable is like being really prepared really organized helping to like lift like zoomed in really like really dialed in and focused on like the task at hand not necessarily the overall picture and you like being mm, you feel comfortable being a supporting role versus like you know the whatever what you're working on is being hurt like making yourself heard more confidence etc so am I getting that correct that sounds right to me. Okay. So I would say for me, I typically my working style is um, my natural working style, like the way I work, not saying it's like the most effective best. This is like my natural state. I am, I have spurts of like focus, like focused, dialed in etc but they're like I don't know this is something I'm learning with myself with my working style like learning this as I become a professional longer and longer and longer but I would get lost in a project for hours and then something will break it whether it's myself or like a situation a meeting comes up whatever I break that breaks the focus time and then it takes me like another hour to get refocused back in and then I could get like lost in the project um, that's like one situation. I also could be a person that if like, I don't get, if like something doesn't happen that can like lock me into that focus state, I can become very like chaotic, like work on this for a little bit. And then I'm like, oh shoot, I have to work on that. Work on that for a little bit. Do you feel and like you like, need a hard deadline or like almost the rush of it to be able to focus in on it? Cause I feel I, that sometimes for me, it's like, 
if it, it's something that comes in like an email like this is urgent I'm like I can get right into it and focus I honestly things that I'm I do really well in is when my schedule is uh like pretty broken up it, like I might have like an in-person meeting I might have like I don't know I have to run here run there I have three hours like three hours of focus time or like my maybe I don't know things are like broken up so that way my schedule my schedule isn't too wide open when it's like too wide open I feel like I have ample time mm-hmm. to get mm-hmm. distracted almost so I do better when I have like pockets of time I actually have a question do you yeah. focus better at home or in the office do you think Um, honestly, so what I'm, this is kind of like where I'm trying to learn, like how to like where I work the best and I am learning. So Parker and I have been doing, like I've mentioned you guys, like coffee shops once a week in the morning or whatever before work, but I will typically stay. And on those coffee shop days, I stay at the coffee shop for three, four hours and I am hitting it hard. Like I am cranking out the most amount of work ever, just like going hard. So I do well with that. Like there's no one for me to talk to, but there's, I'm also not going to sit there and like scroll on my phone or like, I don't know, like waste my time. Cause I could do that at my house. Like I, you need, I'm just saying like, why would I sit at a coffee shop and like do like, I don't know. It's kind of, so I work really well in that environment. Um, I, yeah, I like having a mix. I do really like having a mix because if I am at the office feeling like I don't have anything to do and I'm like feeling trapped there, I don't do well with that. I get yeah, a little anxious. I agree with um, you. So I work really well with a mix of style, but I am a, I would say I, so like Liz has said, like she has spurts where she'll have like a bunch of ideas or whatever. I would say I am, I'm not that I, if I have a task, my task is to come up with an idea. I have to like sit alone for a few minutes and like think through things. Like I really just have to like spend time thinking and then I will come up with the idea. Like if I set time aside to be alone with my brain, I will come up with the idea. That's wild to me. Is it? Yeah. Because I, mean, I, I know it, you're, it I can really be like, I just come to it and a random thing and I'm like, I need to make that right now. But you can like be like, okay, I need an idea for this. Here we go. Yeah. Let's find it. And it, your brain's like, here it is. Like, I cannot do that. I mean, I can relate to your thing a lot. Like I've had, obviously you guys have all seen it on the internet when I have like those days when I just like crank out like three videos because they just like go boom, 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 boom. So like I relate to that. But like today I had to come up with like, who is going to be my target audience? And I had to just sit there and like, like do like dig around. Like I was like doing some research, doing something like looking around. Then I'd sit there and like, think about it. And I'd like, no, that's not right. And I'd like, keep digging, keep digging. And then I was, I got it. I knew who it was. And so I think like that way. And then I like work backwards from that. So I like zoom out and then I zoom I like go deeper, deeper, deeper to try. It's like how I talk to you guys all the time about like a five-year plan. I was just about to say that. And then I work backwards from it. And then I come up with all the supporting ideas like after that. So I work like, which like when Liz was saying big picture, that's like maybe like how I work. I'm like pretty, I would say pretty strategy. I don't know, kind of. 
And I work very well like on projects, like project-based, um, like coming up with, I can come up with the steps that need to be done in order. So I work well like backwards in the sense of like, hey, this is a project. This is what needs to be completed. I don't know how to complete it. And I will like work backwards to be like, this is what you need solved. I will figure out how to solve it by coming up with the target audience and then working backwards on how to like do that. That's how my brain sort of works. I am not naturally organized. I would say I've never been diagnosed with this. I'm not claiming to be this. ADHD describes me very, my my natural state pretty well. Like a lot of ideas up there, a lot of wiggling around. My, I have six, like several sticky notes. So how I'm working on this. I am really, really, really trying to learn like my working style and work around it because for me, I would say Liz and I have like very opposite problems where she like she I need to talk more. Well, you don't like you're you don't have to like listen to yourself, like work with what you have right now. You're trying to like it's almost it's maybe it's just different. It doesn't matter. We don't need to compare the two, but I, I'm not changing. Like I, I'm, I'm changing. Like I'm working with what I have, but you will not catch me becoming a different type of person who like literally is like quiet at my desk, working for eight hours straight da, 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 on my computer, yeah. not like lifting my head, working off my like super organized, like spreadsheets and to-do list and whatever. That's not my natural state. So what I'm learning to do is work with what I have. Example, I noticed, oh my gosh, I crank out so much at like a three hour like coffee shop thing. So like, I'm going to keep doing that. And like, I okay. And then I start to think of like, what is it about the coffee shop that makes me work well? And then I try and like re like, like recreate that in like other scenarios. So being like really like attentive to like what's working for me and like really paying attention and know it's like kind of like knowing your body when you think of like yeah. your food, like, oh, this makes me feel good. This makes me feel bad. Paying attention to stuff like that. Yeah, there are things that you can work on and like work with yourself with. And then there are things that are like, that's just your personality trait. Like that, like sometimes your job might say like, you need to be more like this. But then like, that's literally the opposite of your personality. Right. So it's and hard to change those things. You can, there's only so much like I can do because like the things that I'm, the things that make me who I am, which make me, let's say it's a perk that I can set like those idea time or whatever. Like that's, that's the thing that you really, you like, right. maybe not everyone company, can do that. Yeah. Like the company really likes about me, but I don't like work well in this sort of style. So I, for example, I used to have, I used to not keep a Google calendar that like well, but now I keep a Google calendar like super well. And the way it started working is like people started scheduling meetings for me on there. And like, I couldn't not use it. Like I have to use it because if you have X amount of meetings, like, you know what I mean? Just literally have to use it. But now I'm like so religious about it. I would never like miss anything. Mm -hmm. And I put like my spin class on there and I like, so I've like learned to work with that. Like I, I like, that was something I never would have pictured for myself and like, which sounds crazy, but now I've like learned to work with that. I also like the, I don't know if you use it, but the reminders 
app? Do you use that on your phone at all? I do. Yeah. Like I'll put like a pull it when I pull in or when I leave. I do like the locations one. And like, if I like remind you when I get home, upload the podcast. Yeah. Yeah. Or like something, something that you can check off that you wouldn't necessarily put on your calendar. Like, like when I was getting the tickets the other day, like it told me 10 minutes before, okay, login for the tickets. And then when I bought them, I could just check it off. And I do that like months in advance for things too. Just like if I have an appointment, I'm like two days before, Hey, Next week you have this appointment, like a dentist that you book a year in advance or Mm -hmm. something. I find that very helpful. So Google Calendar, for those of you that use like like the Google Suite, maybe at your work, they have something called tasks as well. And you can like drag in like an email into your tasks box and like the email can be how you answer. So those are like tools I've had to implement for myself. Um, Another thing, like, because to-do list, like, typically I will have, like, sticky notes, whatever piece of paper is handy for me, and I will, like, write it on there, and that is my natural state. That's what I want to do is just write it to, like, write a piece of sticky note on there, leave it alone, and, like, dig it up one day, but now I will still maybe write the sticky note, but then I will send myself maybe, like, an email or put it on my task list after, like, that so it stays, like, in there. I also like me being like kind of at times like unorganized or chaotic or something like that. It used to cause me a lot of anxiety because I would just felt like I, my, my to-do list was so all over the place, really overwhelmed. Um, and at night I'd have a hard time sleeping. So I began sending myself emails and that helps a lot. I like doing that too. I send myself emails like in the middle of the night or whenever, and then I can just get to it when it's time to like do emails. Yeah, like your work email. Yeah. Yeah. If I think of like, oh, I forgot to do that today. I need to do it tomorrow. I'll, it'll be the first email that I open when yeah. I get to work the next day. It's, it, that's a good one. And you can like get it out of your brain, then you can go to sleep. So that's like, these are all things that like didn't work. These were just not like my natural thing. So yes. Okay. So I typically, that's my like working style. And here's the thing. How can you advocate for yourself in your workplace when you are maybe they really want you to be, they're only paying attention to what you're not and they're forgetting like things that you are. How can you like advocate for yourself, like draw attention to like what you're good at and there's nothing wrong with like still working on those things. Um, Like if I had just been like, oh, I'm just an unorganized person. That's who I am. Yeah. That would not be good. I'm like, it's made my life better to work on them. Any tips? Yeah, I think like, for example, me working on being more vocal, if my job were to say that to me, I could say that is something I'm actively working on in meetings. Like, here's what I'm going to try to do. Um, For me personally, I was like taking advantage of opportunities to be able to work on that. Like we found out like, oh, some people can go speak at a high school. Is anyone interested? I'm like, I'm going to jump on this opportunity to try to work on it. Um, But then reminding like, hey, I am working on this, but I'm the kind of person that listens carefully in a meeting and absorbs the information and needs to think and then get back on questions sometimes. And but that is a good way to still be vocal for me is saying like, oh, that's a good question. Like, I'm going to need a second to think about that and I will get back to you like as soon as possible. Mm -hmm. And sometimes that's just kind of what they're looking for. 
um, I don't think that answered like the question, but finding a way to still use your voice, even if you're like for me, finding a way for me to use my voice, even when I'm kind of like flustered and don't have an answer is like just kind of compromising the situation, I would say. Yeah, like telling them like, hey, I don't have an answer for you right now, but like I can get you an answer rather mm-hmm. than like being like you're let's say like you're just not like a think on your toes kind of like yeah style and like you don't have maybe the confidence just like pull an answer out of your butt. You'd rather like do your research, get back to them and be really confident with the answer. Yeah. And like explaining your reasoning and stuff. I think part of like our working world is getting to the point where they recognize like people work in different working styles. It's not for everyone how like the working world is designed. For example, like getting maybe you like do your best work right when you wake up and you crank out like some emails. That's how your brain works. You work really well at home from a coffee shop, etc. And like that creating those environments that are like best for you is also like best for the business. So and it's funny, you may think of yourself as all of these things and your coworkers might not see you that way. I had a moment right. recently where I was bringing up risks for a, a potential project and saying like, oh, these are, this is everything that could go wrong. And I had a really long list and they were like, I've never seen this side of you. And I'm like, that is literally my brain is like mm-hmm. all of the things that can go wrong. And that's why I'm constantly stressed. But, and they were like, all you ever say is like, that's cool. Like I'll figure it out. And I'm like, wow. <laughs> yeah. You're like, that is exactly my working style. I was like, I don't want anyone else to know I'm nervous and I'm constantly nervous, but to finally be able to like voice that was really a relief for me and made me so much less nervous. So yeah. Maybe like emptying your brain. I also am realizing like for me, prepared, like preparedness and confidence is something that I really do well with, like confidence specifically. I'm learning since I've been in a new industry for the last year. The last year, like I went in very confident. Then I started to learn like this is over my head. Like this is intense and insane. And then I lost all my confidence and it made it so like I stumble over my words a lot when I'm speaking or things along those lines, because I was like trying to like things I didn't fully understand yet. And I got like really nervous. So I have been like, okay, I need to learn more, be more prepared so I can have more confidence and like do better in all of those situations. Um, So preparedness honestly will help you in like every aspect, but mm-hmm. okay. So like my employer really values mm, details like they're like girl I don't want to see a typo ever I don't want to see a let's just say typo they don't want to ever see a typo and I'm like yeah cool I hear you not ideal uh how do I go about telling them I'm working on it and like working on it but also like making sure it doesn't take away from like what I do bring to the table For me, um, when I make a mistake, I really take it to heart. And I think that's something that like would be really helpful for you. If you have made a mistake, if there's something that's not, you're not like proud of, it's not your best work, like it stinks, but like really like take it to heart and like, no, remember that feeling. Remember like you never want to feel like that again. And it's kind of like what we say all the time work is less you will be less anxious about your job if you just do a good job and that is something I think about a lot so 
I know for myself, like trust is a big, big thing for an employer. Like Liz has the reputation of being reliable because she's reliable. Like they, it's one of those things where I texted Liz last night to say like, Hey, we're going to like see you at dinner tonight. And it's almost like insulting for her. I thought you were, you reminded me so many times. I'm like, does she think I'm not going to show up? Yeah, she's almost like offended. Like It's on my calendar. I wouldn't remember this. Not, I'm not, this is a bad example because like this is not good for Liz. But like, let's say Liz had missed a dinner before like that. I've, she's lost my trust for the next like X amount. So like she has to get it back and it's going to take a little while because now I'm like nervous. She's going to forget the dinner again because she stood me up. So, you know, you have to really like earn your employer's trust back. And that happens with like anyone, your coworkers, your partner, what your friends, mm-hmm. whatever. So the thing you've made a mistake on, you really take it to heart. You remember that feeling. And then like just remind like, you know, tell explain to them. Maybe it's like your working style. Like, hey, honestly, I and this is like obviously for people that are in a workplace that you can do this stuff. But I work really well with, I don't know, an hour lunch break versus a half hour. And like, I'll come in earlier and I work well in the morning. So I'd honestly like to come in at like 7.30, get my work done. And maybe I can leave at like 3.30 and get a workout in and then crank out some like work in the morning talking to your employer about that and letting them like you never know they may like be okay with that and like doing really well on the things you do do really well on yeah and like highlighting that so making sure like although if you're not great in let's say you make a typo one you hope you don't make it again but two you better be really good at the other stuff so like affect your craft kind of deal but (laughs) me i'm like this is all sounding far too familiar Hey, I've made some mistakes in my time. Oh, yeah. Okay, let's just quickly highlight like what to do when you make a mistake and you think the world is ending. You need to take, and my scenario was pretty bad and I needed to take full accountability and it was customer-based issue information that I sent to a lot of customers. And I said, I will field all of the phone calls. Like I will send all of the emails. Like this was my mistake. And, and yeah, I did that for a lot of hours that day. And I learned my, I didn't like intentionally do something wrong. Like it was just a a typo, essentially something went out on the wrong day and yeah, I never made that mistake again. So really like owning it and taking the brunt of what can come from it. I would say. I, yeah, I think I will give you guys a few scenarios one time I uh this is at an internship I was mailing out a bunch of things and I didn't I was doing like a mail merge and the zeros of the zip codes I didn't realize like were deleted and this is because if you do like a certain formula on sheets it gets rid of the zero because why would you need a zero in front of your number I didn't know this I printed all of the things out on like the sticky labels printed them all, started sticking them on the envelopes. It was like a hundred, maybe, maybe 200. And I noticed it and I was sweating. Like I was so upset. So nervous because I just wasted all those envelopes, all those sticky things, labels as some people call them. 
And so I clocked out of my lunch Eating break. Things. I literally took my lunch break. So you have to legally take a lunch break. Took my lunch break, sat at my desk, cranked them all out. And by the time like my boss, I had like told them or whatever they noticed or something along those lines. I was like, this is what happened. This is what I did to fix it. But you bet believe, even though it's been like seven years, I will never have a zero again because I was sick to my stomach. I, something bad happened at work. It wasn't necessarily like my mistake, but something happened at work that was like related to my job and it was not a good outcome. I was distraught, like did not want to tell the person that this happened. Distraught, literally like couldn't even function, sat on the couch for like the six hours straight, just like, oh my God, this is so not ideal. And here's the thing. The world keeps turning. Yeah. That is the thing. It really stinks. Like this situation was, I'm just telling this to anyone in case this is your situation. Like something has happened at work. It is, you know, you take accountability for your part on it, but I, there, there is a way to don't take full accountability for things that aren't fully like that aren't fully your fault in this situation. Like I took a lot of the accountability and looking back on it, it was really not a me thing, but you take accountability for what is your part. You offer whatever solution you have and you like, just remember that the world keeps turning and like, it will be fine. Everything is like, you know, not that everything's fixable, but most things are like fixable. And if they're not fixable, they're manageable. And it happens to everyone and like the work, like you'll be fine. You'll be yeah. fine. I did used to think everything was life or death. Like yeah, a small typo I used to make and I would be like, I'm going to never get a job again in my life. And then it was mm-hmm. like, okay, what steps can we put in place to make sure this doesn't happen again? And it just and ends up making you better. I will tell you this. This happened to me in literally December. I still thought it was life or death. I was distraught for two days about like, a small small error that was fixable and what I'm learning is the more confident you are with like what you bring to the table at a job the easier those the pill is to swallow situation you know like that kind of deal because now I feel like a lot better about my work it wasn't it wasn't December but whatever now I just like feel like I know where I'm at in my company I like know what I bring to the table. And if something like that happens again, like I know that like we all know like what, like what we all bring to the table. Does that make sense? Yeah. So like we understand it's not like, oh, Ashley's always a screw up. Like she just messes everything up. And I think that comes with confidence. So take a look at like the people you surround yourself with. See like who, like what you're missing in your life. Maybe it's organization, like maybe it's uh, accountability, uh, I don't know, determination, all these things. See what you like might be missing. Take a look at what you do well. Yeah, and have a a sense of pride in what you do well. Like to be able to say when someone's like, oh, you could improve here. Know what things that you are really good at to be like, yes, I could improve there. But here's what I bring to the table now. Exactly. Like don't society puts like such a the like such a 
gold star on like the outspoken people and like the I don't know like think of like celebrities like celebrities are all the same like they're all you know it takes a certain kind of person to want to be on camera and like do all the stuff and like be a star and like the world just eats them up and make sure you are just like the person that knows that there are plenty of people that make that person like shine that Mm -hmm. I don't know I just think really look long and hard and like see what you value and make sure you value yourself um, and value yeah. people around you but and you don't have yeah. to change yourself for a, a role like they hired yeah. you for for who you are for a reason so don't let them change you into something that you're not and take a look at like your friendships and like see like hey this is how this person works like I wonder if this is why we get along so well and maybe I should surround myself with someone who doesn't have the exact same energy as me because when we get together, we're chaotic or like, we're not that much fun. We just sit around and I don't know. We don't have much to talk about. Me um, with two of my friends when we did a weekend thing once and no one can make a decision. Again, I'm not a decision maker and neither were they. So we're like, so what now? And everyone's like, I don't care. What do you want to do? I don't care. And I'm like, so we need to add one more person to this group. And that's the assertive, decisive yeah. person. Right. Like just, I don't know, value those kind of things. So uh, everyone's different. Everyone works different. Start listening to your body, your like working style, work with it, not against it. And honestly, preparedness, confidence, all those things makes you a better employee, friend, partner, etc. So for sure. That being said, everyone, we hope you are live, laugh, thriving at your work. And confident you're a little baby baller and uh hey Liz that was a good one let's go find our working style <laughs>